Okay, another video. This one is on Max Steel Roboforce. Now look, Max Steel Roboforce is a toy that I had for Transformers, GoBots, all that stuff. Like, in my mind, I thought that those little robots were it like I'm like yo they gonna be around for a while I mean I thought they were so cool I mean you know being an old head and everything you remember the uh, robot from Lost in Space and the same robot was on uh, episode of uh, Walking Mindy <laughs> so, but anyway you know those were like that kind of um, that look, you know what I'm saying? Um, so anyway, the, the robots, okay? Um, yes, they're very dated looking, very, very dated looking, but I mean, at the time, that's what a real robot is gonna look like. I mean, even now, they just got robots walking halfway normal looking like a human, but back then, if a robot was gonna move around, he didn't have legs, all right? He was gonna have some wheels, or in this case, they're like hovering, right? Anyway, so Max Steel Roboforce. Now, I know that, you know, when people think about Max Steel, they're thinking about that, uh, that kid or whatever. I mean, uh, hey, I mean, <laughs> it still messes me up when I hear about that Max Steel, which is like way more popular especially now you know they had a live action movie which i heard wasn't that good but uh max steel roboforce okay so when i think about Rex, max steel roboforce i'm thinking about you know those little robots you know with the button in the back you press it the arms put you in the bear hug um, um suction cup bottoms max steel roboforce that's what i'm thinking about right so, alright, so, you know, I mean, it was, um, a toy company, you know, came out in 1984, I think, almost, I mean, literally, literally around the same time, or maybe even a little before Transformers and GoBots and stuff were released, alright, and they were, um, you know, created by this little toy company called Ideal Toy Company, right? And for what I recall, I think they're the same people who may have um, created um, the teddy bear. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, this is like an old school toy company, right? And then, you know, later on, um, you know, it didn't do well. We all know that, right? And then it was revived back in uh, 2013. And uh, the people who held the rights this time was Toy Toyfinity, right? And then it was sold from Toyfinity and um, what, 2000, wow, 2021. Um, it was sold to uh, Nacelle Company, right? So never heard of them. So um, I know that they came out with some new... Uh, updated version. I, I couldn't get into it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what's the point? 
I mean, why are you going to update an old school looking robot, right? Just go with the old school. Anyway, so you had Max Steel, right? He was the leader, of course, of uh, Max Steel Roboforce. Then later, you know, they had to change his name because of that kid. And they called him uh, Max Zero, right? And, you know, Max Steel, you know, his, his back bio, whatever it is, you know, he's the toughest of the robots, the most, almost invulnerable. He's armed with a pair of lasers, uh, a laser hand, weapons stored in his back. Look, I ain't gonna go through all this, but thing is, is he is like the, uh, the leader, you know what I'm saying, of these robots, okay? And then, you know, he's a leader. Now, you had another one, this crew, name was Blazer, right? The Igniter. You know, he's real powerful. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's able to, like, um, spit the flame, <laughs> shoot off flames out of his hands and extinguish them. I mean, he, he he's a bad dude, right? Then he had Coptor. He's the enforcer. Now, what makes Coptor unique is, for one thing, you think about Coptor from uh, GoBots, the Renegade, right? But also thing about Coptor is, is he's actually the oldest, right? He was actually built by, okay, it, it, it was one movie, or I ain't gonna say a movie, it was one episode that was actually put out that was official, had humans in it and stuff, right? Okay, I'm, I'm jumping back and forth, but basically Coptor is the oldest of these robots, okay? And he was actually made by um, Doc Fury, right? Dr. Fury. Now, there's another one. His name is Sentinel, right? And he's a protector, all right? He's always ready to hop in combat, right? And, you know, he got his laser guns and stuff, right? Then you got another one. His name is Wrecker, the Demolisher, okay? And he is a, um, a construction worker in his civilian life. <laughs> you know, he was a construction robot, bought into the team whatever right then you got one his name is uh uh is s okay i mean i'm, I'm the acronym s-o-t-a okay the creator okay and he is like the the um the 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 the, the, the council he, he he's calm he's um he, he he's in um he's like a part of he's in the control uh, um you know I don't know. Anyway, but he is—he's in control. <laughs> something like that. He's always in control, right? And senior counselor. Okay, so that's who he is. Okay, and um, um, there's a—they had an acronym. It—it it actually stood for something. Um, I don't know, but it, it means something. The acronym actually stands for something. All right. So anyway, um, but he's smart. I mean, but they're all robots, right? So they're supposed to be smart. And then, yeah, another one. His name is, uh, actually, he was a new member. They added him later on, okay? His name is Vanguard, the Protector. So, I mean, a lot of these names and stuff is a little redundant. You know, you got another Protector. You know, Sentinel is a Protector. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Enforcer. Hey, you know. It is what it is, right? So then, that was the crew. That was the Robo Force, right? Those are, those were the good guys. 
Then you got um, the Cult of Dread, right? And that's, you know, this is wild stuff. So you have Hun Dread, you know, so a Hun, I don't know, got some play on Attila the Hun, who knows, right? Um, he's the worst enemy that threatens Max Steel's team, all right? You know, he, he's the bad one. He, he He's a bad boy. He's the leader of the little group, right? Then you have, well, I mean, check these names out. These names, whoo, a little rough. You have one called, his name is Enemy, the Dictator, all right? He's terrible. He's a vicious robot. He'll destroy anything. You know what I'm saying? He, he's a bad boy. Then you got one called Cruel, the Detonator. <laughs> okay. He's a uh, con- he's an expert in combat. All right, um, you know, um, he, he crushed it, but then again, everybody has has crushing grappling, you know, grappling arms and stuff, right? Anyway, and then um, you have one called Vulgar, the Destroyer. Okay, he 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 destroys things too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so and he's charged with an evil, dark forces that make up in his body. And puts his sinister abilities to use. Alright, so he he's just a bad guy. I mean, he, these all these robots are just, I guess, the epitome of bad, right? And then um, you have another one, right? His name is... Uh... Oh, so check this out. Okay, so this is going back to the movie, okay? Now, now in this movie, okay, they had this, this, this tyrant. His name was Nazgar, right? He lived 2,000 years ago, okay? And his brain was preserved by the cult of dread, okay? So <laughs> when this movie starts, right, um, they show Hung Dread go and he kidnaps um, Dr. Fury, right? Because Dr. Fury is working on his, on his tech. Okay, so what happens is this. This is Tyrant, right? And his name is Nazgar. Now, what he does is he has his brain preserved, okay? And, you know, because, you know, evil has to keep living on. So he has his brain preserved. There's a big cult thing going on. So this robot, right, um, Hung Dread goes, and he finds out that this doctor has this technology where he can take a human brain the essence, whatever, and put it into a robot body, right? So, in the beginning of this uh, cartoon show, movie, mini movie, one series, whatever, he kidnaps, okay? He kidnaps Dr. Fury, okay? And Dr. Fury has two sons, all right? Look like one son is like, teenager and the other son is like a preteen a little younger something like that right so then they flash forward 10 years later right and the son the oldest son of course this dude made his own robots including max Steel, and max Steel is a leader so you would think that he would have cop tour as a leader but i guess he figured cop tour as a scrub because you know if he was all that his father wouldn't have been kidnapped <laughs> so maybe he's a little bitter about that, you know. It's like, hey, you can't be the leader. Like, mm, 
and my father got caught. And you supposed to be the enforcer. You weren't enforcing that day with Hung Dredden's crew. So, um, anyway, Nazgar, the tyrant, he was resurrected, put into, you know, later on, you find out in this series that he is, his, you know, they went on a little quest, found his, uh, his brain was separate. And look, it was like three crystals, something, brain went to the three crystals and put the crystals together and you can basically you have his brain total take that put into it hey it's, it's kind of wild okay and that's what ended up happening they end up going into a um the uh, what should we call it end up going into his new body and then you you know you have this um, um cyber cybernetic whatever and bam he, he he's back okay he's back but his robot form is different. It's more humanoid looking with two arms, two legs, and all that good stuff, right? And then, of course, when they brought it back in, like, 2014, they also made a new member of the Cult of Dread. And his name was Battlestar, the Guardian, which is kind of wild. You know, when you think of Guardian, you think of, like, I don't know. You think of good I, to me, a guardian, but maybe I'm going back to GoBots. But anyway, um, so this new member they created back in uh, 2014, the guardian of the yeah of the Celestia. He protects Nazgar and Hungdred from the Roboforce. He must be a bad dude. I don't even know what he looks like. Anyway, so these toys that came out, you know, back in the day, when, you know, I was a kid, you know, they all had the uh, suction, cup, suction cup bases. They all pretty, the shape was pretty all, was pretty similar between all the robots and stuff. You know, they had guns, little, you know. And then um, they even had, like, another type of Max Steel robot that was, like, an erector set. That was the thing back then. These erector sets where you put them together, little robots and stuff like that, right? And then, you know, the figures that came out, actually came out, was uh, Max Steel, Blaze, Blazer, all right, Cop Tour, um, Sentinel, Wrecker, and uh, Sata, S-O-T-A, you know, the creator. And then for the uh, Code of Dread, you had... Hundred, um, enemy, <laughs> um, cruel, and vulgar, right? Then they had some play sets, all right? You had the, um, the Robo Cruiser, Robot Defender Vehicle, Dread Claw, uh, oh, Dread uh, Crawler, Robot Attack Vehicle, um, the, uh, Command Patroller, and the Fortress of Steel playset which was like their Castle Grayskull, right? And then, um, you know, it, it, it was, hey, to me it was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was good. Um, so, um, let me see. So let's go back to the uh, actual cartoon because it, like I said, it, it was wild to me because so when it starts off, you know, it starts off with, um, you know, it shows the uh, the father, right? And, you know, he has his two boys. 
and all that good stuff and everything. And then he, uh, excuse me, he, he, oh, let's go back to the actual um, TV show movie. It was called The Revenge of NASCAR. That's what it was called, Roboforce, The Revenge of NASCAR, all right? And I mean, I remember, I remember seeing it and, you know, they didn't have cable back then. Well, I mean, not cable. They didn't have the internet back then. So it, I was, it was a surprise. I just flipped the channel and it was on. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Cause I already had the toys without seeing any type of cartoon or anything. I just liked the toys. And it had like a little mini comic book that was in it. And I read it and it was, I was good. But then when um, I actually saw the little uh, show, I was like, mm, I liked it, but it was different because I was just so used to just robots, and that was it. I really didn't, you know, think of humans being involved. I just thought that, you know, you got these two robot groups that were beefing, and that was it. But no, nah, it was more to it, you know, according to this little uh, series that, you know, Anyway, so if you look at the voice actors, you had a lot of actors, voice actors from G.I. Joe and um, and um, and Transformers. OK, so, you know, and then the guy who um, who actually went ahead and wrote this right was uh, Flint Dilly, which, you know, he did episodes of Transformers and stuff like that. Right. And this was a uh, Ruby Spears production. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, it was good for what it was, okay? It was good for what it was. All right, so, you know, the whole um, synopsis is, you know, scientist named Dr. Fury and his family are in his house with cop tours. Suddenly, the evil robots led by Andre blast their way into his house. Cop tour fires on the evil robots, but is defeated. Yeah, because he's a scrub, you know? That's why he's not the leader. Anyway, the scientist is abducted by the evil robots for his research on putting human brains into robots. You know, that's the plan. Bring back old boy. Andre and his crew would like Dr. Fury to do this for the evil Nazgar, all right? That's the dude who uh, basically uh, was living... 2,000 years ago, who's like, you know, one of the evilest guys in the world. Um, and then, oh, here we go. Who created trouble for the scientists? Uh, scientists planted nearly 2,000 years ago. So, yeah, so uh, old boy was causing drama to the scientists' planet 2,000 years ago. So now the same scientists is going to be instrumental to bringing this fool back. Crazy stuff. Now, when all this junk happened, they said, you know, 10 years later, um, you know, of course, Coptor got, you know, roughed up, but they say he got repaired by uh, Dr. Fury's son, and his name is Mark Fury, right? So I guess Dr. Fury, he don't have no first name. All right, along with his new robots like Max Steel, created by Mark, to go on a mission to find his father. So this dude is so bad. So he was like a kid. He built robots he built more robots that were better than his father's robots, right? 
to go ahead and save his father. And also in, in, in the series, you see him wrecking shop. He's going around in bars with his robot beating up thugs and stuff. I mean, they're actually criminals. Like, they actually got like a warrant out for his arrest because they're looking at him like he a bad guy because he out there uh, beating people up. But he's beating up the bad guys. And like, you know, he told, okay. I'll, I'll go back to this, all right? So, um, and then they say the final battle occurs in, Naga, in, <laughs> in NASGAR's headquarters. NASGAR, whose brain is now in a robot's body, seemingly escapes. Hundred and a laser gun meant to wreak havoc on a planet are destroyed. By Max Steel and Dr. Furious say. Oh, that's another thing too. Hundred is like busted up. Like he goes and tries to stab Max Steel with some type of drill thing. And the little drill thing gets like like broken off on Max Steel's arm. And Max Steel like what? Max Steel pow punches um hundred and when he hits him so hard. It's like Hundred just broke up when he hit when he hit up against the wall. So I don't know what Hundred is made out of paper mache compared to Max Steel. I don't know what the heck is going on, right? So um, yeah, so they had like um, oh, and in the series um, you had oh some great voice actors, right? So you had Michael Bell, which you know he did voices in GI Joe. And he was the voice of Cruel. You had um, Roger um, Bompass, who was uh, who played Mark Fury. Um, Arthur Bernhardt, who played Nazgar and Sentinel, who, you know, he's the voice of Destro. Respect him. The voice of Destro. Peter Cullen, God respect him. Ultimus Prime himself. He was the voice of Coptor and Vulgar. Then you had Ron Feinberg, who was 100. Then you had David Medenhall, who was the voice of Jason Fury. Okay. And then you had Robert um, Ridgely, who was the Councilman Frost. And then you had Neil Ross, who was Blazer. Then you had John um, Stevenson, who was the uh, voice of Dr. Richard Fury. And then you had B.J. Ward. Mm, okay, interesting. B.J. Ward, <laughs> who was the voice of Dina Strong, who was like, um, she was like the girl. You know what I'm saying? She was like the girl who who was uh, kick ass, who, who kick butt, who helped out, um, um, you know, um, the dude Mark Fury on his mission. At first, you know, she thought he was bad, but then he had to convince her and. She was on the mission with them, and they were doing their thing. And then you had uh, Allen Young, right, as uh, SOTA, S-O-T-A, you know, the acronym and everything, right? Now, this is the wild thing, all right? So, um, with, excuse me, so with um, the people on here, right? Some of the people on here, this is some wild stuff, but... Let me see the uh, okay. So the one who plays the the little brother, right? Um, so you had, of course, you had uh, Mark Fury, but then he had a brother 
who was Jason Ferry. So he was the one who was like, um, the one that I said was like either a preteen or, or younger. Now he was also the voice of um, of Daniel, all right, and Transformers the movie. And also he also played in that um he played in that um what's called movie the um the one um Sylvester Stallone where he was arm wrestling. He was the kid in that, you know what I'm saying? In that movie right right there. So so that's some wild stuff, you know what I'm saying? I remember that. Uh, oh, I mean, he played a lot of stuff. He was like 80s gold, okay? Over the top, that's what it was called, over the top. He played his son, uh, Michael Hawk. I mean, I'm not going to even go into all the stuff this dude played in, but he played in a lot of stuff. But like I said, the most important thing to me he played in was a Transformers movie. <laughs> okay. So anyway, 80s go, 80s go. Um, sad thing is, is not too much. Okay. So of course, everybody knows that Max Steel was um, doomed from the start. Okay. The franchise. Um, when they came out, they came out around the same time that Transformers came out and what can I say? I mean, they were doomed from the start. I mean, you're going to have these robots I thought were cool, retro looking, that suction cup bottoms, um, arms giving you the bear hug, and little, you know, all of them looked the same. But um, Transformers came out. Transformers was just a beast, and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, more than meets the eyes, the, the story, the the characters, what they can do. I love Transformers. So, I mean, I love Max Steel. I love Transformers. And yes, it, 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 it was a setup. It, it, it was seriously a setup. And Max Steel was something that should have came out maybe in the 70s or something before Trent or maybe 80s. Like 80, 1980, before Transformers came out. To, you know, to give them a start. You know, if they, even if they came out in like 82, just give them a year. And they would have been awesome and people would have loved them to death. And then Transformers would have came out. Then people would have been, oh, you know, this is new stuff now. But they came out around the same time as Transformers. I mean, not even the GoBots couldn't, like, stand up to the Transformers. So... And the GoBots could do more than Max Steel, and they couldn't even make it. So Transformers was just, I mean, Transformers are still going strong. So, you know, just this weekend, um, my wife's uh, friend's daughter came over, and she's like 16, and she's geeked up over Transformers. So it's like, I'm, I was shocked. You know, she was like, you have the uh, IDW, uh, a Transformer comics. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, you can hold on to them. I mean, I was just shocked that somebody that young was like that passionate about Transformers. So I'm like, hey, you know, who am I to go ahead and hold back a kid's passion for Transformers, right? So um, that's my contrib- contribution to the game. Anyway, so, um, yeah, you just can't mess with Transformers.
they're a beast. I mean, even with Michael Bay's movies just being horrible to me, they're still making more. You know what I'm saying? I just got, I just heard that the dude who made the Creed movies is going to be making the next Transformers movie. I mean, he's 33. I hope that he, uh, you know, <laughs> is a Transformers fan and 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 does it justice. I like Bumblebee. I ain't like the human parts too much, but anytime they showed the robots, loved it. Anyway, um, that's basically it for Max Steel. Um, yeah, they did some new stuff with Max Steel. I'm not really feeling it. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna really get into it because I just feel like if you're gonna, I just, I just feel like when it comes to Max Steel, vintage. Um, that's it. Maybe redo the vintage exactly the way it was, you know, and just do some improvements. Don't don't change the style. It is what it is. I want to keep my Mac Steel looking like little high-tech trash cans with uh, vacuum cleaner arms <laughs> that hug you and, 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 and the suction cup bottom. And that's it. I mean, that's Mac Steel. Don't try and give him legs or anything crazy. Keep it the way it is. He... That's it, you know? And no, he's not Max Zero. He's Max Steel, the real Max Steel, all right? So anyway, on that note, um, I'm going to close this out. So thank you for listening. And um, just stay tuned for the next episode. Take care. Bye.